0: Welcome to the Doxology and Theology Podcast, presented by the Institute for Biblical Worship at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. That's right, I said the Doxology and Theology Podcast, a podcast for worship leaders who know that the gospel is so good it has to be sung. I'm your host, Matthew Westerholm, Associate Professor of Church Music and Worship at Southern Seminary and the Executive Director of the Institute for Biblical Worship. today's episode, we are dipping into our worship resources to bring you a clip by Pastor Michael Bleeker. Pastor Bleeker is an accomplished worship songwriter and the worship pastor at Citizens Church. In this clip taken from our 2021 conference, Pastor Bleeker talks about simple songs with deep theology.
1: an article recently about a climber named Alex Honnold, who stars in the documentary Free Solo. The documentary is fascinating for a lot of reasons. It's also terrifying for a lot of reasons. He scales El Capitan, which is a 3,000-foot granite sheer rock face in Yosemite, California. Now, what makes the documentary even more terrifying is that he does it without any climbing gear. It's called Free Soloing. Uh, No ropes, no carabiners, nothing and he scaled the entire mountain. Um, now this article I was reading, uh, it had a picture attached to it that didn't have anything to do with the documentary. It was later on, he was climbing another mountain. The picture was beautiful um, in a lot of regards. The background was beautiful. The mountain he was climbing was beautiful. Uh, but there was a big problem with the picture. The photographer snapped the shot as he was reaching for a rock and slipped. He's falling backwards in the picture, his hands grasping for air, his feet dangling, and it's terrifying until you see the rope. And so the rope, the carabiner, all the climbing gear did what it was supposed to do and it saved his life. That picture though, got me. it got me thinking about the strength of simple things that a climber needs to stay alive. Uh, rope carabiners. You have a 150 pound human um, hanging from a rope, and it all runs through and is dependent upon this small little piece of metal called a carabiner. It can hold not only a human, but it can hold close to 5,000 more pounds if necessary, which is fascinating. The carabiner is an unadorned tool that can tether a climber. Now, I borrowed this from a friend. Um, it's uh, it's very simple. It has one moving part, um, and uh, it's, it's shaped like this, and it's metal. Now, uh, you don't need this carabiner a uh, climber doesn't need it to be overcomplicated. You don't need it to be flashy. It could be pink if you if you wanted it to be, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, you probably don't want it to have glitter on it. Uh, but, um, but what you do want it to be is sure, you want it to be strong. Um, you want it to be tested because this simple tool is holding this weighty, complicated thing, a human being. Um, so as I considered The topic, simple songs with deep theology. I realize that there are songs that we sing to God that are simple and unadorned, but filled with depth and meaning. They are anchors to our souls. They are strong, sound, and they are sure. Consider a song like Amazing Grace. It has simple poetry, uncomplicated words, yet it's filled with depth. It can hold a life together. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. You can tie your life to that truth and it's not going to break, it's not going to fail. Simple songs like this tether us to Jesus and they're important for many reasons, so here are a few. One, simple songs are in scripture. There are 185 songs in the Bible. 80 percent of them are psalms. The largest, being uh, the longest, being one Psalm 119, and the shortest are in Second Chronicles. They're both found in Second Chronicles. The first one is in 5:13, and it says, "For He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever." In Second Chronicles 20:21, 20, the, sec- the song goes like this: "Give thanks to the Lord for His steadfast love endures forever." You have the song of Moses and Miriam. You have the Israelites, uh, Pharaoh letting the Israelites go, and then him changing his mind and sending an army after them. They get to the Red Sea, and we know that God parts the Red Sea. For the Israelites, they cross over, and the sea uh, uh, falls in uh, on the pursuing army, and it kills them. Now, when Moses and Miriam and the rest of the Israelites get to the other side, they realize their deliverance. They discover their salvation in that moment. They had great celebration with music and dancing, and they sang these words. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Then there's the song of wells in the wilderness. Um, as Israel wanders in the wilderness, they come across a well that is able um, uh, to, um, for the whole nation of Israel to be able to drink from. And this comes from Numbers 21. And it says this, spring up, O well, sing to it. I know so many of you want to go gush, 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 but do not do it. Spring up, O well, sing to it. The well which the leader sank, which the nobles of the peoples dug with the scepter and with their staffs. Then you have the song of Moses and Joshua. In Deuteronomy, Moses appoints Joshua as the new leader of Israel. And as the people swear allegiance to God, um, then, then they sum up everything that happened in a song, which he and Joshua teach to the people. A covenant song of God's faithfulness. He is the righteous rock of Israel. And it goes like this. The rock, his work is perfect for all his ways of justice. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. And then you see the song of David's victory. After young David kills Goliath, uh, he and Saul triumphantly return from battle while the women uh, stand from the city stand outside and with dancing and uh, with instruments, they sing these words, Saul has slain his thousands, David his 10 thousands. The song is a hit even among Philistines as we read in 1 Samuel 21, but it didn't bode well as we also know for Saul and David's future relationship. We have the four living creatures in Revelation 4. They sing this familiar song, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. There are many more, um, but these are some simple songs with truth that you can tie your life to. Uh, Second, simple songs slow us down. In a world that wants to be entertained and overstimulated, Uh, We have to be confronted with the fact that we also want to be entertained, that we want to be stimulated as well as our church because of this. We need simple songs. We need simple songs that can direct our attention back to God. We need simple songs that can slow us down. Pastors and ministers, we need simple songs to remind us that we aren't climbing a ladder, but we are carrying a burden. We need simple songs that can slow us down enough to remember that the important things in life, the meaningful things in life are simple, like family, friends, faithfulness to God. One of my favorite pastors and authors is Zach Eswine. He says, the world says that in order to do something meaningful, you have to do something large, famous, and fast. Once you've done something large, famous, and fast, you have to do something larger, more famous, and faster. One of the temptations we have is to forget that most things that matter in life require us to have the capacity to do small, mostly overlooked things over a long period of time. True relationships, friendship, marriage, parenting, learning a skill with an instrument, vocation, dealing with sickness, learning how to forgive, and I would add singing simple, deep songs to the Lord. Singing a simple song, like I Surrender All, or I Exalt Thee, or I Love You, Lord, one of my favorite worship songs, has a way of stripping away the presentation that we can get inundated with in life. They have a way of causing us to slow down and consider. So it's a way to practice. I want us to close our eyes for just a moment. This will just take a minute. Close your eyes, and I want to read a psalm over us and then sing. Psalm 91 says this, Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him
2: my salvation. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. To worship you, oh my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear, and make be a sweet sound may be a sweet sweet sound may be a sweet sweet sound in your ear
1: so simple songs can slow us down simple songs like i love you lord i lift my voice to worship you number three Simple songs are significant. There's a song we sing often in our church called Break Every Chain, and the words are simple. They go like this, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. chain." These are simple, yet significant words. Galatians 5.1 says, for freedom Christ has set us free, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. We have that written at the bottom of our slide when we sing that. John eight thirty six For where if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. These words are significant. They're noteworthy. They're worthy of our churches and our attention. The first four words ever spoken in the Bible, let there be light. It's not a song, but it's an example um, of words in the Bible that are short and simple. Words that are filled with power and significance, filled with meaning. In the statement, let there be light, we learn about who God is. In that statement, we learn about who we are. and And as we hear these words echo down the hallway of the great house of scripture, we hear that distant echo and the clear sound of grace. Simple songs are significant. Number four, simple songs are memorable. Marketing companies know well the importance of short, memorable tunes. When I sing, I'm loving it, most of you will think McDonald's. When I sing, give me a break, give me a break, many will think Kit Kat, and uh, the other group will think um, maybe a clip from the office. When I sing, like a a good neighbor, uh, most people will hear and think of the company that's attached to that jingle. More importantly though, in times of rejoicing and in times of grief and suffering, we can easily recall simple songs. I know that there have been moments where I've stood next to a hospital bed and I had no words to say, uh, but I had some words to sing. Words like, it is well, it is well with my soul, or I surrender all, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live, I surrender all. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed savior, I surrender all. Memorable words, simple words. It's important that we also repeat songs, to have a pattern, to sing them with our churches. It's important, it's not not just that uh, the words are easy to grasp, but that they're also memorable. At the beginning of our services, we sing, usually sing doxology, or we'll sing, um, I love you, Lord. But at the end of our service, we'll always sing the same song. And it's a melody that we wrote Um, based off of Jude 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling, to him who will keep you to the end. We do this not only to establish a healthy rhythm, uh, but to give a church a memorable song to sing in those times of rejoicing, in those times of grief and sadness, a memorable song to hold on to, to sing, and also to share with others. It's important that we sing simple songs with rich, deep theology in our churches. They are memorable and they go with God's people, I believe, uh, far longer than a lot of sermons will go. Um, number five, simple songs help us display the accessibility of God. He's transcendent and other, but he's also imminent. Jesus teaches, He uh, when he teaches, he makes his teaching incredibly accessible. Like some of the songs we've been talking about, it's captivating, it's approachable, he makes it simple. Jesus taught in parables, which made it easier to understand, easier to remember. Things like, you are the light of the world. Things like, when you see the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that's in your own eye. Or, a man went out to throw seed. Or, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure in a field. Jesus is accessible. He's not complicated. He's clear. He's simple. A carpenter who walks with us our Savior, who carries our burdens, whose whose burden is light, whose yoke is easy. So as I've thought about these things in my life that are simple and uncomplicated and less, my heart has yearned for more of them. In a world where more is deemed better, more money, more followers, more success, the call of Jesus is one of simplicity and it's love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. We have, church, these simple tools, songs, and by the Spirit's power, they are holding these weighty, complicated things together, humans. As ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have the awesome privilege and responsibility to sing to God songs that glorify him and teach and encourage his church, including songs that are simple, and filled with deep theology, songs that are an anchor to our souls, strong, sound, and sure. I'm gonna end this with a song that we end with that I mentioned earlier, Jude
2: 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling to him who will keep you to the end To Him be the glory, the honor, and power, forever and ever. Amen. Yes, forever and ever. Amen.
0: That is a hard place to stop, but if you'd like to hear more, go to our website, biblicalworship.com. Click podcast. We're happy to share with you the entire thing for free. While you're at our website, you can find information concerning other worship resources from the Institute for Biblical Worship and the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. That's biblicalworship.com. That's what we have for you this time on the Doxology and Theology podcast. Our show is produced by the lanky Evan Jarms, engineered by Caleb Sherwood, and the music is by our good friend Joel Negus Until next time, this is Dr. Matthew Westerholm reminding you that the gospel is so good, it has to be sung. Peace be with you.